I'll give you a hard G. Passenger trains have not served Springfield since 1967. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants and the Lord's favorite city, <laughs> Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> I'm Andy Carr. Only took you five takes to, <laughs> to oh, cook that one. more than five. I, I'm Dan Howell, taking my second take. <laughs> Dan, what are we doing today on this podcast? We've got a real special episode today, Andy, for all our many listeners, the thousands, the uh, nameless masses out there. <laughs> we have eaten at a Coyote Adobe's Cafe. Is that the proper title? Nope. it's coyotes adobe the adobe belongs to the coyote oh okay so we went to a coyotes adobe we had a couple guests with us and they're actually in the room with us right now being very polite and tolerant of us wasting their time (laughs) boys why don't you introduce yourselves happy to be here my name is zach i'm thomas and why are you here why are we here zach well we're here to talk about wings and we're here to plug our thing very selfishly. Selfishly, we're here to plug our podcast, Pretending to Be People, an actual play role-playing podcast that dropped December 2nd. Yeah, and Dan and I both heard the first episode. It's really fun. It's sort of a sci-fi themed role-playing show with a cool story. Yeah, sci-fi horror, mystery horror. Mm-hmm. Zach, just a little bit ago, he told us how his dad described the show, and I thought that was a pretty good summation. I sent the episode to my father, and it is an extremely explicit podcast. So not I like was, our podcast. Yeah. No, not like this one. I was fairly nervous uh, about my father's response, and he said, oh, so it's like a mystery TV show, but <laughs> without the TV. And I was like, yeah, Dad. You nailed it, Dad. Quite astute, Father. You got it. Excellent. Well, we're really happy to have you guys on here today. I've been looking forward to it. Let's I'm get about into... lukewarm on it. <laughs> Dan, that's the kind of thing you're supposed to hold inside, like you do with most of your feelings. Just Let's bury him down there. Yeah, I feel worse now. <laughs> do you guys want to learn a little bit about? Do you guys want to learn a little bit about coyotes and Toby? <laughs> about about <laughs> yes. Webster's Dictionary defines sports as physical activities or athletic games engaged in for pleasure. A bar is a room or establishment where alcoholic drinks and sometimes food are served. These two concepts are diametrically opposed to each other. Exercise, movement, and burning calories versus sedentary stillness and consuming calories, usually far more than needed. But somehow, the two have fused, and in America, we have the sports bar where people sit and eat and drink and yell at each other while watching transmitted videos of other people performing strenuous physical feats in competition with each other for an audience's pleasure. Springfield, Missouri has its fair share of sports bars, but few have the reputation and legacy of Glenstone's own Coyote's Adobe Cafe and Bar. Brothers David Bauer and William John Bauer founded Coyote's Adobe together. However, David Bauer was and remains the public face of the restaurant. David grew up in St. Louis and from the age of 12 worked in food service, his first job cleaning tables and gathering pins at a bowling alley and tavern. Bauer moved to Springfield for college and never looked back. 
He worked in kitchens all over town, places like the erstwhile Bombay Bicycle Club and the hallowed, by my parents, Raphael's, before venturing to open his own eatery. Bauer envisioned a warm, inviting sports bar with an expansive menu and plenty of southwestern flair, hence the name of the place, which derives from the wolf-like canines native to that region of the country and the clay brick commonly used for buildings there. When Coyote's Adobe opened on Wednesday, January 22nd of 1992, it took the place of the intriguingly named 89er Restaurants and Waffle House. I mention this because it seemed important to Bauer that his new restaurant carry on some of the traditions of the 89er, traditions Coyote's Adobe no longer carries on, like serving breakfast all day and specializing in giant hot cinnamon rolls. David Bauer even tracked down and hired the man responsible for those 89er cinnamon rolls, a man named Earl Saunders. Okay, I know we're here to talk about wings today, but I'm going to take a moment to tell you a little more about Earl Saunders and his cinnamon rolls. Before Saunders joined the Coyotes crew in 1992, at age 57, he'd been cooking in Springfield since the late 60s, bouncing around Glenstone diners like the Sycamore Inn before landing at the 89er, where he earned the nickname, The Cinnamon Roll Guy. The recipe he used had originated with owner Ray Ballard, but Saunders altered it drastically to make the rolls bigger and richer. Each roll measured six inches in diameter, stood two and a half inches tall, and weighed 10 ounces, six for the dough, three for the butter, sugar, and cinnamon. The six inch diameter is pretty similar to what you might find at a coffee house or a Panera these days, but just take a second and consider that height. Two and a half inches high is huge. People talked about the Saunders rolls making a meal for two, and get this. When Coyotes opened, those colossal pastries cost only $1.55. Even adjusted for inflation to about $3, that's a crazy deal. So yeah, the initial attractions to Coyotes Adobe were quite different from what the place is known for today. In fact, its entire reputation was different. At first, Coyote specialized in a southwesternized Mexican food, while also offering a wide sampling of other cuisines and standard bar fare, similar to how it does now. It also sort of attempted to cater to a fine dining crowd, offering expensive wines and champagnes, some as much as $85 a bottle. Wings were on the menu from the beginning, but just as one of many options rather than the main feature. But as the popularity of chicken wings grew throughout the country, Coyotes really leaned into it slowly expanding its selection over the years. By the late 90s, they offered 14 flavors and had won some awards for their Ragin' Cajun variety. I wonder if that's what the Dixie Chicks tried when they stopped by Coyotes in 1998. Or maybe the Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders chowed down on the Cajun wings when they visited Coyotes Adobe. Bauer commemorated the former event by naming a new wing flavor Nixie Chicks because they were, quote, a little spicy, a little hot. Cool, David. I'm ribbing him a little bit, but David Bauer actually does seem pretty cool. Back in the early 2000s, when potentially banning smoking in restaurants was a big issue locally, David Bauer headed an organization of restaurant owners opposed to the ban, but for reasons that are actually kind of impressive. See, Bauer, who did not smoke, by the way, was not against banning smoking in restaurants, but rather against banning it in some restaurants and not others. You could still smoke in Coyotes because it met a certain quota for percentage of alcohol sales, but you couldn't smoke in any restaurant that didn't serve alcohol. 
This dramatically reduced the patronage of late night restaurants like say, Steak and Shake, Waffle House, or Shoney's where my mom used to work. Bauer hated that the smoking law benefited his business while hurting others. And he fought against it, or rather he fought to level the playing field. Either ban smoking outright everywhere or don't ban it at all. We all know how this turned out. I read about 10 articles about this whole ordeal, which lasted a few years, and in my opinion, David Bauer came out on the right side of history here. Today, Coyote's Adobe boasts 40 varieties of wing flavors, along with just about every type of common ethnic food. Mexican, Italian, Chinese, you can get it all at David Bauer's joint. The newsletter published its first ever article about Coyote's Adobe on January 27, 1992, just five days after the restaurant had opened. In the article are some hubristic and surprisingly accurate predictions from David Bauer. He is quoted as having said, A lot of restaurants come and go, but this is going to be a good thing. That's why I rolled the dice and left a great job. I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't sure I'd be a success. Question. Is it hubris if you're right? 26 years later, I think we can say that, at least in terms of longevity, Bauer's confidence was earned. At the end of the article, Bauer spoke of his plans for the future. I want to make a name for myself, he said. Build a little empire. He definitely did that. Bauer opened Millie's Turn of the Century Cafe in 1999, a finer downtown dining establishment that eventually became another Coyote's location before closing in 2013. Another Coyotes popped up in Nixa in 2003, and it's still there. In 2011, Bauer opened a Coyotes Dockside Cafe in Kimberling City, right on Table Rock Lake. It's exactly what it sounds like. You can dock your boat right up next to the restaurant. I mean, because you have a boat, right, bro? Oh man, you gotta get a boat, bro. Coyote's Adobe. That's all. <laughs> Boat me, bro. That's good. <laughs> I figured we were going to have a real bro down today. We talked about that at the end of our last episode. We're here to talk about wings. We're here to talk about beer. We're here to talk about football. We're here to talk about all your regular bro things. Wings, <laughs> football, beer, bros, bros, bros. <laughs> so, the Eagles suck this year. Fine, fine. Everything's fine. Just eat your wings. Drink your beer. Eat your beer, drink your wings. What kind of beer did you order today, Thomas? Uh, a Miller Lite with a slice of lime. And what Love did that I Miller, bro? <laughs> oh, it's so good. What did I order right after you ordered that? Oh, you got the same thing. And what did our waitress said? She said she I, suggested a pitcher, bro. She said she'd save us money. <laughs> Pretty good service, bro. I actually yeah, really, at Coyotes Adobe <laughs> Cafe. On a for real note, that is really cool when your server saves yeah, you money. That's great. She was pretty cool. Very nice of her. Did either of you have a prior history at Coyote's Adobe? Had you been there before? I've been there a lot. My dad really likes that place. And full disclosure, through our construction company, I've worked on Coyote's downtown. Oh, cool. Millie's, Coyote's at the lake. So the, yours are the hands that the, built Coyote's. The Coyote's, <laughs> the Memphis Bell, which was the food truck he what? built in oh. 2011 that was destroyed by a tornado. I saw pictures of that. It was dope. On his personal Facebook. Wait, and then also, and then also Dave <laughs> no, ba- no, no. Well, it was Dave public. Bowers it's public. Home. <laughs> oh, well. So yeah, my hands did build Coyote's, all of it. <laughs> my hands <laughs> did build Coyote's. <laughs> Thank you for those wings that you made for yeah, me Yeah, I today. made those wings. I really appreciate that. I was that. the waitress who suggested that we get that picture. 
<laughs> I am coyotes is what I'm Excellent. saying. Excellent. I'd never been. Had you been before, Dan? Been a handful of times. Mostly I've just had like cheap beer and I think one time I had chips and salsa whenever I was in high school and like to uh, go to places just to order chips and salsa and water. Yeah, that's really cool, Dan. Yeah, yeah, it was a <laughs> very cool phase I went through. I used to go to Steak and Shake and just to get oyster crackers. Really? Just Servers hate him. This crackers. man has one weird trick. <laughs> I think everybody does that when they're younger, like find a way to spend the minimal amount of money. I think we've even talked about that before, like so going to Bambinos and like getting a beer and bowls of bread yeah i didn't have any money and i was like hanging out with people who had a little bit of money so like they would want to do perfectly reasonable things with their money <laughs> and i was just <laughs> like all right well, i guess i'll tag along and <laughs> figure this out you thought oyster crackers were actual oysters i was really surprised whenever i had my first oyster much juicier than i thought <laughs> oyster crackers on the half shell <laughs> oh yeah yeah so we went together just before we started recording, but I think a couple of us actually went previously this week as well, just to get the full experience. Zach, you went before for brunch last Sunday, correct? That is correct. I woke up and my friend Luke texted me and said, hey, me and Thomas and Mallory are going to Adobe. Oh, so you went as well, Thomas. Yeah. Cool. I also definitely go there like twice a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So you have a long history. Yeah. I had never been, and I'm going to tell you guys a little story about my first trip, if that's all right. Please. Give me a moment here to let's have Andy's storytelling corner. If these guys really were bros, you would be shoved into the nearest Buddy, locker here. Listen up. Are we not bro enough for you, Dan? So, you do we need to shove Andy these like into I a said, locker? To sh- <laughs> I'd never been to Coyote's Adobe before. I knew it was a sports bar. I didn't really know what to expect. I got a little paranoid and psyched myself out a little bit. I wound up changing clothes before I went. <laughs> now, here's why. Tuxedo and top hat. To, today or last <laughs> time? No, last time. I went by myself okay. uh, That's so sad. earlier this week. <laughs> just really, like, I'm just okay. talking. Here's another thing. <laughs> just yesterday, I was walking around downtown after having eaten by myself, and I ran into the crew from Scully's, and they were like, hey, were you eating somewhere by yourself? <laughs> like, that's my thing now, I guess. I don't always eat alone. You know, I and they I, eat, were, I eat alone all the time. <laughs> is it correct that they were all hanging out with their friends? What? <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Yeah, yeah, it was a group yeah, of four. Yeah. It was a group of four people. That's and the then it was just one nerd on your side. I just needed that to be on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I know I, I can't. I know that I'm a nerd. I'm totally fine <laughs> no, with who I am. Just like this is who I am. We're now. here to promote <laughs> our role playing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you're bros who love sports, bro. Just sitting uh, alone in coyotes specifically okay. rings as kind of sad. Let me tell the story, please. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It really does just seem like they picked up the vibe That's like right off the street from you. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen, I'm telling the story for a reason. All right. So back when I lived on the south side of town, I used to meet a friend at this place called Marty's Sports Bar. Okay. This is kind of a divey, like low light place on Campbell in the shopping mall behind Chipotle and Lucy's. You know what I'm talking about? And there were some like hard old dudes in there who used to give us weird looks when we'd come in to just play pool or whatever. And because I was going to be at a sports bar some alone. Hard old dudes? Yeah. Yeah. They were like grizzled. Grizzled. Hardened. Hardened. By years of. By the road, probably. By Got years it. of labor. Hard, ex- hard old dudes. An, an exterior this layer. Is, this is a disaster. Palace. <laughs> this is a disaster. It's still G. <laughs> just okay. Your own so words. because I was going to the sports bar alone coyotes i decided to take off the shirt i was wearing which is like this light baby blue shirt with a big outline of a flower it was a julian baker singer songwriter love her shirt 
And instead, I wear black jeans, a black hoodie, and this deep brown weathered leather jacket that my grandpa passed down to me. It's one of my favorite things. Anyway, so what'd you guys wear to Coyotes Adobe? <laughs> you wore that same jacket. jacket today. I did, yeah. Well, I, I have a pink shirt on underneath. Anyway, so I'd never been in a bar fight, but I have been in a few bar conflicts. Uh, both, <laughs> both times when people thought I'd been in the bathroom too long. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in there, boy? Uh, okay, so actually, one of them wasn't a bar. I was at the Mud House. My band was playing at the Outland, and I decided I did not wait, want to wait in line to go. That is the bathroom that you use when you're right. playing a show at the Outland. Yeah, so I didn't want to wait in line to use the bathroom at the Outland, also because it's a nightmare in there. And it was like 1130 or something, and there was nobody else in there. And I knew the people that worked there. I was like, oh, hey, I'm just going to use the bathroom. And they're, you're not supposed to do that, but you know, I know people. You're pretty they know me. freaking yeah. cool. So. <laughs> I get to use the bathroom wherever I want, bro. <laughs> Okay, that that didn't land. <laughs> no, it's what a true bro does. <laughs> that is, yeah, no, we just so, we just nodded silently. We were basking in we're your like, glorious yes, broness. I yes. went in the bathroom and you know did my business in there. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Which one were you doing? <laughs> Number one. Okay, it, it was like thirty seconds. <laughs> I was way. I was washing my hands. Somebody started slamming on the door and yelling, and it was not appropriate. His things he was saying. So this guy was clearly inebriated. I was like, hang on, hang on. And I opened the door and he's like yelling in my face. And I use my left hand to lock the door behind me. Oh, <laughs> so good. And so I cold. just sped walked out and he was yelling at me. It was I'm great. sorry for calling you sad <laughs> yeah, or dirty yeah. earlier. That's so cool. None of us realize that you're well, Dan the coolest is also, person here Dan's by also far. really sorry for yelling at you in that bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really had to pee. Actually, I don't remember what that person looked like because I was so scared about the thing that I was doing that I just passed right through. I had a really similar experience when I was like six years old at a public pool where some teenager just started like, for whatever reason, banging on the door of the stall I was in was like, Get out of there, man! <laughs> I was like, I didn't wipe myself for I three years. Fled in terror for three years. <laughs> Just ran in terror. Anyway. That sounds traumatizing. Uh, I pooped just fine after that. Okay. So. Speaking of not wiping, speaking, <laughs> carry on, Andy. Hi, mom. Uh, she your mom knows too. about butts. This is all getting cut. Do you think that your mom <laughs> folds the toilet paper no, or crumbles? No, it? let's not. <laughs> Thomas, she's my mom. My mom taught him. He was a teacher in third that's, grade. That's true. Tight. Did you pick up anything that might lead us to a? She uh, actually instructed here? us on some great wiping techniques. Like <laughs> the whole class. I want to die. <laughs> you know, guys are more likely to fold than women. Yeah, it's true. You gotta fold. When I arrived at Coyotes Adobe. I immediately realized that I should not have changed clothes. I was definitely the only person there dressed like a biker. <laughs> Everyone else was at least 20 years older than me. This was a Monday night football, too. This is the night the Chiefs played the Rams. That was a it's great a, like, game. Like a legendary game. game. I don't watch football, but it was I It's such it. a legendary game, bro. It was Ledge. Ledge? Oh, Legend. Yeah, okay. I'm cool. <laughs> this, yeah. League of Ledge. I felt out of place. <laughs> oh, my God. I shouldn't have written anything. <laughs> But you did. <laughs> I felt out of place there, not because I didn't really care about football. I, I felt out of place because I didn't have a cane. Punchline! Oh, uh, it was a straight up knitting Bra. club in there. <laughs> I ordered a winter grind because it's almost winter and I like to grind. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I, ordered a, I ordered the coyote sampler. 
let's start with the dips. There was ranch, chipotle ranch, honey mustard, barbecue sauce, buffalo sauce. All pretty standard tasting, except the buffalo and the honey mustard, which was... Well, honey mustard wasn't very pungent. You know, you think of honey mustard as kind of, kind of a pungent flavor to it. I've never had it. I like a pungent That's sauce. Not true. Hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be that guy. Mm-hmm. Now, in all seriousness, do you, do you like a more mustardy honey mustard or a sweeter one? I'm not into honey mustard generally. This is just very mild. Same. Yeah. I love honey mustard. I mix it with horseradish. I mix it with barbecue. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. It's a good mixer. Well, there's some like mustard-based barbecue sauces, so that makes sense. I love a mustard-based barbecue sauce. Don't even get me started on it. Honestly, don't get me started. It's guys. the best, and I'd like you to start now. Get started. Don't get me started. Can you start? Is this what your podcast is like? <laughs> it's not. I know what this is. This is like an assassination attempt. We're <laughs> here to take ours down. <laughs> There can only be yeah, one. Yeah, Zach asked what you had on your sampler, which was totally my question. <laughs> That's a host question. I'm trying uh, to take Dan's spot Zach on this podcast. Zach knows what he's doing here. What was on the sampler? There was a quesadilla, fried cheese, chicken strips, Tex-Mex egg roll, and some buffalo wings. Part of the reason I ordered it because I want to kind of knock out those buffalo wings, taste that, so that I could order something a little different. Whenever the four of us went today, which is what happened. So I'm just going to run through these real quick. Quesadilla, normal plain quesadilla, griddle fried cheese tortilla. Hard to mess it up, and they didn't mess it up. Would have preferred some veggies in there, but this is an appetizer made for dipping. That's kind of what I realized that everything on that platter was made to dip in sauce. Like oh, yeah. That's what they were for. Fried cheese. It was cheese that had been breaded and fried. It was awesome. Chicken strips, basic chicken strips. You've had them. Done right. Just on the edge of over fried. Very crispy. <laughs> Almost like a chip. They were so crispy. Perfect for dipping. Southwestern egg rolls. Texas egg rolls. They were stuffed with kind of like a... They were kind of mushy. A little disappointing. Oh. They had corn and I don't even know what all was That's, in there. Uh, I don't like a Southwest The outside was great. I mean, it was just fried dough. Yeah. It was awesome. But then the inside, eh. Not Leave good. it alone, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Still, Leave good it alone. For, still good for dipping. It, it was a good sauce delivery device. Buffalo wings, medium size, a little fattier than I prefer. Pretty gamey. A lot of sinew. Not my favorite. Was it like a Cornish hen? Are those gamey? I don't know. Let's just cut that. They, <laughs> gamey. Okay. It's a, a game. That's a bro game. Woo! Not a term for... <laughs> so I do really like wings, but honestly, almost anywhere, the quality of the wings are pretty inconsistent. I mean, it, it kind of just depends on the bird or the batch of birds, right? Yeah, and the Eagles this year have not been Uh. very good. Like I said before, it's been a rough season for us. (laughs) Wings are going to be difficult to get regardless. Good wings. It's a hard thing to find. But what I found today... A good wing is hard to find. ...was good wings. Yeah. Let's get into what we ordered today. It's a Sunday... It wasn't too busy. No Missouri football. football today. Again, I felt like we were some of the younger people there. I really had it in my head that it's going to be more like a fratty bar. And it's not really. It's more like middle-aged people. I think it's far away enough from campus that they don't feel comfortable driving back mm. to their dorms. Yeah. That's good. Good for them. Go to Ebbets. And then walk. <laughs> and then walk. Please. Yeah, please. Yeah. I had the buffalo chicken wrap. I'm a big fan of a buffalo chicken wrap. If I'm going to hit like cheddars. That's pretty much my order of choice for a good decade now. And this one was very different. It had rice in it, yeah. first of all, which I think we discussed at lunch. It makes it a burrito. That makes it a burrito. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's no longer a wrap. Burrito by technicality. But a good surprise. The best thing that can happen yeah. to you when you order a wrap is it, that they bring it, you a burrito. It accidentally gets upgraded to a burrito. Yeah, it was, de- yeah, it was delicious. They The chicken was diced really tiny. Like They didn't just put like two full chicken tenders in the wrap and then cut it down the middle. Like They had it all diced up and... 
Yeah, it just had a great flavor profile in there. The tortilla was red. It was a sun-dried tomato wrap, which is pretty common. It looked great. It looked but really But never cool. rice. Never. This is my first rice experience. So that changed that. the texture quite a bit, I imagine. Yeah, it was basically a burrito with a side of fries. Did your tummy and like it? Yeah. What yeah. about your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> my mouth and tummy were both in agreeance. Tongue also really enjoyed it. And my brain was just firing off those synapses going, boom, boom, boom. It was good. <laughs> I do see the downside of this format now that uh-huh. you have not given this enough time to like understand the digestive effects. That appetizer platter, <laughs> it was all breaded and fried except for the chicken. Everything on that plate was brown. I had horrendous acid reflux that night. I only ate half my order. And I, I couldn't sleep. It was so bad. So did you fold the toilet paper? Or did you oh. scrunch it up into a bowl? It's in your throat. <laughs> what would your mom do? <laughs> I didn't call my mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. That you, my you mommy, that. my throat hurts. What do you do for acid reflux? Because do you think Kermit says that a lot? <laughs> <laughs> is Kermit's mom part of Sesame Street canon? Kermit's mom is a mother. Kermit's mom is Miss Piggy, right? Ooh. No. I don't want to go down this no, road. The answer to that is definitely no. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Zach, you were talking about your food, right? No. no Zach. He was, he was talking about no. Miss okay. Piggy. <laughs> I got Kermit acid reflux. Incest. That's the end of that part. Zach, what did you order? Hold on. Well, just real quick, I just wanted to point out Andy, you said that you had acid reflux, and you sent me a picture earlier this week, immediately following <laughs> the picture of the sampler, and it was a big old thing of Tums. <laughs> Tums in my car, yeah. In your car. Since we started the podcast, I bought a big jug of Tums to keep in my car, just in case. I keep mine <laughs> by my bed. It's a really smart move. Thanks. I use charcoal, personally. I'd never heard of this before until all three of these guys told me about eating some sort of charcoal. It's supposed to be good for indigestion. Well, it's a charcoal I knew it was, pill. I knew it was a thing for emergencies. I didn't know it was something you could do. Like it's if you've eaten poison, you take yeah, it soaks up charcoal. Yeah, like it's supposed to like soak up. Exactly. So. so, like I said before, I like drinking and Gatorade, poison, po- Gatorade, <laughs> yeah. and poison. Just in case, like my taste tester's not there with me, I bring activated charcoal with me everywhere I go. It helps my stomach uh-huh. uh, calm down. It makes my poop black. Oh, God. See, you see how I stopped before I said that to <sighs> yeah, give you time I, I to it. edit it I out? I get it. <laughs> the, there's going to be like 20 minutes on the cutting room floor of this episode. So We'll be lucky if this episode is 20 minutes. <laughs> Tell us what you ate, Zach. I ordered the garlic parmesan dry rub wings, bone in, and I had those covered for $1.75 with bacon and cheese. I thought that I was making a huge mistake when I told that to our lovely server, but I was wrong. Oh, It was so good. It looked awesome, and it, you gave me one of your wings as well, and it tasted delicious. I really enjoyed it. I had their prime rib sandwich a week ago. Mm-hmm. It was fine. The wings were fine great. Rib. I will never order a sandwich there again. <laughs> yeah. Because I, the wings were that fine. good. The oh, fries are delicious, fries. too. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into we the We got an order of the bacon cheese fries for the table, which were delicious. I think Dan observed that they had probably been covered in flour before they were fried, so they were pretty crunchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of Just lots of cheap cheese and bacon on top, green onions. There was also Tasty. two different fries in there oh, yeah. at a certain yeah. point. Once you got to the bottom, there were some sweet potato waffle yeah. fries. Yeah, I was going to say, two different types of fries 
and cuts of fries. Yes. So the waffle fries and the kind of traditional cut. So when I was in fries. college, my friend group called me last bite because if there was anything left on a plate, I was going to swipe by and sweep it up. Mm-hmm. I decided to reprise my role today yeah. at lunch on our appetizer because what I saw was one sweet potato waffle fry, one chunk of cheese, one chunk of sour cream, uh-huh. and a normal fry. And I stacked all of it on top of itself and I put it in my mouth. And it was awesome. It's like a symphony. Dude, it was tight. Mm. <laughs> it was tight, bro. Which, bro. which one did you guys prefer? The bites with everything were the best. I just liked the regular ones straight up. I didn't as, as opposed to the sweet potato? Great. Yeah. Regular potato fries are always better than sweet potato fries. I don't fries. know about that, mm. but I just didn't love the sweet it, potato fries. I, I do know they about that. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> now, when you get a burger there, you get that same like mixture, mostly fries, but some sweet potato fries, and that's always a bummer to me. Always in favor of a blend of textures in the mouth. Also, having that sour cream in there really helps you know, creaminess inside the mouth as well. And especially when it's a different temperature. I am huge when it comes to temperature contrast. I love it. So like a warm fry with warm cheese with this cold cream. Yeah, yeah. I don't like whenever the sour cream is warm on there. I'm with you. I like a cold sour cream. Mm-hmm. Thomas, you enjoyed a brunch entree today. A little variety. They do have killer wings, but they also have a great brunch. It's kind of Southwestern themed in general. I got the uh, Southern Eggs Benedict. Southern uh, or Southern or Southwestern. <laughs> I don't remember what they call it, but it was biscuits and gravy with andouille sausage and hash browns with all the fixings. It, it looked was, delicious. It was pretty it good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. It looked like pretty traditional breakfast, to be honest, just kind of a diner breakfast. Yeah, but they do it really well, which a lot of places don't. I mean, diner breakfast is something that's very easy to crave, but like honestly, pretty easy to screw up. Thomas, have you ever been to Ziggy's? Uh, yeah, that's one of those places I'm talking about. <laughs> so I was really stoked when you guys started this podcast. I've been listening since the very beginning. Thank you so much, man. You're one of our day ones. I really, really enjoy it because I love food and I love Springfield local food. Anytime I eat out, I try to eat at a local place. And I love Ziggy's. Ziggy's was my college haunt. Well, it was still owned by... And it used to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And now it's garbage. Real bad. It's definitely And we dragged Thomas there one night at 4 a.m. And he was so angry with us that we weren't at Waffle House. Yeah. Well, Waffle House is better now. Yeah. Waffle I'd House rather eat at Waffle always House. Always been better. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. See, we can't even have this argument because... That is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I understand people have loyalties in different places. It's fine. Uh, I, my loyalty is only to good food. Well-cooked <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Perfectly made hash browns. I'm trying to be a people pleaser here. And not even let me. I don't want to please anybody. You're allowed to please whoever you want, Andy Carr. Oh, boy. I got a pretty small order today. I got six boneless wings with Thai peanut sauce. I'm a sucker for the peanut sauce. Always. I think that Thai Express, as far as the sauce goes, is the gold standard for peanut sauce in town. Also, mm. like the sauce at Rama Thai. So that's what we're comparing this to. The chicken quality. Much higher than Thai Express chicken, probably a little bit under the Ramatai chicken. The Ramatai preparation is quite a bit different. This was a pretty standard boneless wing, a little smaller than I might have preferred. I ordered six and was a little disappointed that they were so small. And then Zach helped me out, gave me one of his wings, which was very rich. I'm generous. Quite filling. He's a very, he's He's a pretty generous bro. Yeah. (laughs) When it it comes to his wings. I wasn't disappointed, you know, if I'd have just gone, not even, not for the podcast. So yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Like the sauce. It was different. 
didn't have that coconut tinge like the Thai Express does. Wasn't as rich and peanutty as the Rama Thai, but it was more of a wing sauce, so kind of a thin sauce. I liked it. it they also good. had a Thai chicken wrap with they did. peanut sauce. And, and a Thai chicken quesadilla, And if that's actually bizarre. a Thai chicken burrito, then I'm coming back for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That makes me much more interested to try that. Have you had the Thai chicken burrito at Wheelhouse? Yes, it's delicious. Yeah, okay. Someday yeah. we'll do Wheelhouse. Nope. So, do we have anything <laughs> else? Right now, we're Never. not doing Wheelhouse. we have anything else we need to talk? <laughs> we have anything else we need they to say? They know why. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> Do we have anything else that we need to say about Coyote's Adobe today? <laughs> Class. Before we rate it. Good, good uh, eats. I also had a cup of people. coffee. Awoo. And it was fine. You had coffee and a beer simultaneously. I need caffeine and morning. I want alcohol. If only there was some kind of beverage that combined coffee and beer. But Andy, what if it was from, from Springfield too? <laughs> We're drinking winter grand. <laughs> yeah, look in your hand right now. <laughs> and as everyone says every year, guys, it's so good this year. <laughs> God, I'm is, glad I don't hang out with those people. Thing. <laughs> it is good this year. It is good this year. It's actually yeah, like, pretty good this it's year. It's probably, yeah. probably my favorite one so far. Every one I have is my favorite one that I've ever had because it's so tasty. Okay. How many little Adobe huts? How many little Adobe huts out of five would each of you rate Coyote's Adobe Cafe and a bar? Let's start with Thomas. I'm going to give it a a solid four Adobe huts out of five Adobe huts because they've got everything you need. Good burgers, good sandwiches, great fries. Great spread of TVs, too. So great for sports watching. Sports watching, they actually do have the best spread of TVs in town. You can see one everywhere. Dave Bauer takes like very seriously. I was at Falstaff's with him the other day, and he was like really throwing shade at their setup. And the issue with theirs is that they like weren't able to show different games on every TV, ah, yes. so you were locked into like, mm-hmm. which is yeah, what Coyotes excels at. There is a different game on every single. Oh television. yeah, I cool. think every TV there was playing and there's something like different. Fifteen TVs just at the bar. Alone. There were two TVs like, playing the same game, but from like different angles. Huh. Somehow, I don't know how they managed it. One was so, on NFL Network, the other was on ESPN. It really well, does. I'll deliver. be darned. This modern world, yeah. it does deliver the total sports bar package, and then their brunch is killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would give their brunch alone a four out of five stars. We definitely should have had Thomas go last <laughs> because he's the person with the most experience. But that's all right. I'm really <laughs> glad that you're here because you have such a history with this place. You can and just edit that backwards. No, no, this is good. Yeah, you haven't given him enough to yeah, edit. Do my, do my, well, I have my specialties in my charms. Uh, no, I was being sincere. I'm actually also you're glad here. you're here. I'm glad he's so here, too. He. Okay, <laughs> Dan, how many little Adobe huts? <laughs> I was really in my mind, it's 11 o'clock, and I'm like 30 minutes into this episode. <laughs> there it is. I'm sorry. Dan, how many little Adobe Huts? This place pleasantly surprised me, really. I didn't expect the food to be so good. It was a little higher price range, I guess. I agree. Than I ex- first expected, but the menu's crazy. Like, There's so much on there. They had tandoori wings, just very weird kind of out-of-left-field choices. Um, I was very impressed with the buffalo chicken wrap, which is just one of my favorite things to order at like a bar or like basic American food type place. I think they deserve four, which is not what I expected to give them, but cool. four little Adobe Huts. We got two fours. Zach, you going to break the cycle here? Like no. stained? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that's their uh, breakthrough album. Which one? Break the cycle. I'm going to give us. 
<laughs> I'm going to give us. Yeah. Uh, full uh, disclosure, we are the team behind Coyote's <laughs> Derby Cafe. <laughs> Five out of four. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I love the wings. They were good. My beer was cold. The coffee was fine. The water came with no ice like I ordered it so mm. I can chug it because I was dehydrated when yep. I woke up. Four out of five. Nice. I had a great time, especially hanging out with you guys. It's good bar food. There's nothing that really blew me away. I was kind of surprised that it was as good as it was, but that doesn't mean that, you know, it's it's awesome. But I still liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm going 3.5. Sorry to break the cycle. I'm not sorry to break the cycle. <laughs> but uh, I'm on the outside. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into our next segment, which is return of the fan favorites. Wait, what's the average? We oh, are, the average is done. I don't know yeah. if you missed that, but it's, uh, it's uh, we've retired averaging yeah. the scores. Three point two hard seven. What three point eight seven? Yeah, it actually it? would have been really easy this time if it wasn't for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for our next segment: fan favorite, the call out. You got called out. I'm calling out The Order, the restaurant inside the Hotel Vandevoort. Once a month, I go there for book club because I like to read and then talk about what I read with like-minded individuals. Yeah. Since it's just once a month, I like to get a little treat because I've been a good boy. I love to order that donut bread pudding topped with warm chocolate ganache. Make it warm. <laughs> topped with warm chocolate ganache and served with a scoop of Highland vanilla ice cream. But last month, I put in my order, and when it showed up, there was only one slice on my plate. I've ordered that bread pudding dozens of times, and there's always been two slices. I like to take one home in a box and eat it right as soon as I get home so nobody at book club finds out I'm a gross pig man. So, <laughs> so I asked my server why there was only one slice of my precious bread pudding, and he was really nice about it. In fact, he's been my server a bunch of times and we know each other socially a little. And he's always really nice, even though I have no idea how to interact with other people. What gentleman. He apologized profusely for not having told me about the change and explained that the order had hired a new chef and that that new chef had made a bunch of changes that not everyone had been happy with. He also said that he assumed I'd noticed that one of my book club friends only got one slice when they'd ordered the bread pudding. <laughs> when they'd ordered the bread pudding earlier in the evening. And yeah, that was a totally reasonable assumption. I guess I was just too caught up in our titillating discussion of the novel A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Tolls, a charming exploration of class and isolation in Stalinist Russia. My server was very sympathetic and he even gave me a voucher for a free drink on my next visit, which was above and beyond what was necessary, and which I'm definitely going to use next week when the club reconvenes to talk about Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng, which I've heard is good, but haven't started yet because I'm both busy and lazy. Anyway, listen up the order. 
You gotta give me that second slice of bread pudding back, baby! It's barely worth $10 when there's two slices, and I'm not sure I can justify ordering it anymore at the current quantity and price point. That's right, the order restaurant inside the Hotel Vandevort. You got called out! Alright, Danny's time now. I'm not gonna name names, but I'm calling out a Chinese restaurant on Sunshine. There's plenty of you, so you can duke it out, but you know who you are. Now this place is not the best, but it's cheap, and it's very convenient for my drive time commute. And every single time I roll up there with my beautiful, bodacious babe of a girlfriend, we go through the drive-thru. And I say, hey, can I get some chopsticks? And without fail, every time they ask, how many? Just give me two pairs of chopsticks. There's two people here. Give me two. You guys know what I'm saying? No. Sure. Not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, me being the top tier dummy I am, I can't pick up rice with chopsticks. It's true. They're for my very dexterous babe of a girlfriend we like to stockpile them so yeah you're right to ask us you're right to assume that my dumb face can't handle chopsticks but just give me the two pairs hong kong in you got called out woke up the other day craving something I don't normally allow myself to have. What was that, Zach? Kimchi fries, Dan. And I drove down Cherry Street to go to my favorite spot, Scully's. And guess what? They were closed. I hadn't checked the Instagram to make sure they were open at noon that day. But even if you had, they might not have posted... And that's upsetting to me because I always want Scully's. I always want it. And they're not always open. Scully's, you got called out. You got called out. You got called out. You got called out. Called out. Be open more. <laughs> Do be open more. I rode my bike to Scully's the other day. Uh, and had to ride it very sadly away from Skullis <laughs> and to Burger King, which is one of the worst experiences that of my 2018. The worst downgrade I think I've ever heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it's time for our last segment, the Food Mail's Food Mail. And then Dan, just a couple of food mails, walk into the box, gonna check the food mail, no What about food females? Well, food male, it's one gender. <laughs> one gender. The one true gender. Yeah. <laughs> we believe in one gender, food male. Only dudes like food. No, no, no. It's, all, it's all inclusive. It sounds more like female than, than male. Oh, yeah. I never really thought food about male. that. No, no, it's all inclusive. Eh, I think you're still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one gender. I'm right. First question. <laughs> Bone-in or boneless? Stupid question. Move on to the next one. <laughs> it's bone-in. Bone in. There's literally no reason to order boneless wings. Andy, I didn't say anything earlier. Rough. <laughs> I find bone-in to be inconsistent. That's all. Andy, that's so, fair. Here's my theory. I think that 
a bone in wing a good one is like the best wing that you can get for sure but you get a good one like maybe 20 percent of the time and the rest of the time they're anywhere from middling to bad i don't like having mostly gristle I, and I so f- many times you get mostly gristle i feel like that ratio is flipped it's like it's 20 percent okay. bad which is what makes it like that's the pleasure of a bone-in is like it's about it's a it's a philosophy, Andy. It's about you're, you're operating life. as if I did scientific research and came up with those numbers rather than no, just made them up. Right does now. seem like something you would do. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> it does. I was not assuming that, but like that's that's my own bias ratio. Like it's it's sure. like not great. Maybe a quarter of the time, Andy. And I that just reminds you that life is not great. Dan, what do you think? I, I'm going with bone in all the time. I honestly don't know what anybody's talking about with this inconsistency. I guess maybe a little bit. Sauce or I, dry rub? <laughs> dry rub. It's stupid to get sauce. No, it's not. But no, I do disagree with that. I'll take yeah. a sauced wing. I will I like take both. a sauced wing, but dry rub like is both. awesome. I think dry rub in, usually ends up being the more flavorful wing. Absolutely. Um, but I love sauce. I like to dip my fry in the leftover wing sauce. Ooh, that, that's, that's kind a of nice, a yeah. little Dan trade secret. It's good. <laughs> Drums, flats, or both? Drums are stupid and weak. <laughs> both. Yeah, both. I want variety, especially mm-hmm. if I'm getting that. I'm going textures. both, but uh, I'm going to have to object with what Zach's saying. Uh, drums are great. Drums are awesome. They get yeah. very crispy, especially the like kind of pinnacle piece of mm-hmm. the drum. Like yes. at the very, very top, that gets extra crispy and comes off as one kind of piece. That's my favorite. Not a wing. Bang on the <laughs> drum all day. Opinions on celery and carrots. Garbage. Eat it all. No. You know what? I did eat some today, mostly because I was still hungry, and I used the celery to get the little pieces of blue cheese up out of my oh nice dip. I, I like them to feel better about myself, but like oh. it's just like oh yeah, fiber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, apparently they're negative calories too, so you're subtracting a little bit off the entire meal. There you go. So moving away just a little from specifically wings, how about the best spots in town for just bar food? Patton, I like Patton. Has a great, you know, they have their good appetizers, but then Job has got to mm. be like yeah. the Job they're has another the best bar tier. food far and away. They, well, they're only, Lindbergh's, but I wouldn't even call that bar food. Yeah, they're only it's only bar food in that they are a bar that serves yeah. food. They're delicious. Job does like sliders and fries, mm-hmm. and it's the best. They have this steak sandwich with this balsamic. Oh, on so it. It will blur we'll do it. We'll do it sometime. Hot browns. And, We've actually ooh. talked about it and rejected it. Yeah, we it. have. Oh, no, that sounds awesome. Not rejected. Unrejected. Yeah. It is. They're awesome. This is our last question. Best individual bar food item in town. Let's say traditional bar food item. So a burger like the Lynn burger, I can't throw that out there? Um, because that's maybe my favorite, and I would okay. say that I'm going to edit the question. I, okay, appetizer, uh, bar okay. food appetizer, okay. something not a meal. You're getting it to stick your hand in, stick your hand in. <laughs> you're getting Man, it to munch so, on, so Pat and to Ellie munch on while pickles. you're having a brew with your bros. Yeah. Ooh, are we? T- are these uh like pickle chips or the full fried spears? Uh, pickle chips. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big not a, fan. I'm not a pickle guy, but those are great. At Pat and Alley, you can get deep fried mushrooms. Ooh. And those are really good. And they're so hot that whenever you bite into them, it'll burn your mouth. Like it's that kind of thing. So you got to wait like a minute and then they're just the optimal level Ooh. of hot. Who has good nachos? Ooh, Dugout has great nachos. Oh, yes. that's exactly what I was going to say. Their pulled pork nachos, nachos are probably my and favorite. Their homemade chips are 
I delicious. Awesome. However, yeah. their fries are also great. And if you order the Irish nachos, you're not it's making not, a mistake. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Irish nachos. I'm changing my answer. Nachos but fries. Nachos but fries. It's it's cheesy pork fries with a bunch of cilantro and chives on it. It's great. Yeah. Now I will say my favorite bar to watch football at in town is Billiards. Oh, Billiards. We didn't talk about that. And their burger is my favorite burger oh, in the town. Billiards burger is good. And their tater tots really are spot on they are just frozen in a package dropped (laughs) in the fryer but they're always fried perfectly and they're delicious any other thing it wouldn't be a tater tot like cool not if it was any other thing (laughs) it it wouldn't be a tater tot tot. you heard it here first We've got one more thing we want to go over before we wrap it up. But first, Dan, where are we going to eat next week? <laughs> next week, we've got a special holiday treat. We're going to be trying the Kringle as well as other special pastries from Supreme Bakery. Uh, hopefully with a special guest, although we'll get into that next week. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Going to get in the Christmas spirit. You guys like to get in the Christmas spirit? I do. I love the Christmas spirit. Yeah. I'm going to put up my tree tonight while I watch A Muppet Christmas Carol, oh, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. That sounds awesome. So we're really happy to have you guys here today. It's been fun to bro down. I mean, <laughs> thanks for having bro us. Down. Bruh. So Bruh. what I'm going to do, we're going to do something a little bit different here at the end. I'm going to read you um, something from the official Coyotes biography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might be a good way to go out for our bro down episode. Established January 22nd, 1992, Coyotes was designed and developed to be the perfect local sports cafe modeled after the local taverns found in St. Louis and many other cities. Our guests feel as if this is their place, a place to unwind, bring the family, or just hook up with the buds. (laughs) (laughs) That would be us. So it's been fun hooking up with you buds. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. (laughs) Always. Always All right. Thank you guys again. Where can people find your podcast? Thanks for having us. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Play, Google Play. And what's it called? uh, Ask Jeeves, uh, FormulaOne.com. And the name of it? (laughs) The name is Pretending to be People. And it's really fun. Uh, They're doing a thing where they're doing sort of a long form storytelling. So it's the kind of thing that you stick with. It's episodic. I think if you guys keep listening, it'll really uh, pay off. So make sure to listen to our out. podcast first. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> once that's done, just uh, pop on an episode of theirs. What day of the week do you guys release? We're going to be releasing Monday morning at 1201. Oh, oh, that's the exact guys. time we do. Oh. <laughs> head to head. Well, it's been nice uh, in the last moments of, of our, our friendship. Like, friendship. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And now there's just icy like professional courtesy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is this has been like whenever uh, opponent soldiers uh, between the battle during the Civil War like they hang out. Mm-hmm. That's not. We call North. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, we call <laughs> North. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>